Sir, you're on trial for murder, tax evasion, and for whispering to porn stars. How do you plead? Your Honor, I would never do those things that I am being accused of in this world. But you look so sexy up there, Your Honor, and I would I would love to just come into your chambers. Would you like me to let's just go into your chambers? <laughs> it's the M word. Welcome to the M Word, a millennial podcast by millennials. I'm your West Coast millennial, Connor. And I am your Lone Star millennial, the singing millennial, Kyle. We're just two friends trying to solve each other's problems. It's a millennial podcast here to solve millennial problems. Kyle, man. Yeah. How would you rate me? Am I, I am I picked? Am I gonna? Are you gonna represent me? Are you gonna coach me? If you were my Uber driver, I'd give you five stars because I feel bad giving anything less. I think, I think we should rate more people on their Uber driving capabilities. You know what I mean? Like I give you five stars in an Uber driver car. In an Uber car. You say that, but I used to drive for Uber to like make some cash, oh, really? and yeah, and my friends would constantly get in my car. And if there was, like, one thing of trash, they'd be like, Kyle, this is one star. This is absolutely one star, and you're going to be fired. And I didn't appreciate it. It made me feel bad about any sort of thing that existed in my car. So now it's constantly clean. Thanks, friends. Man, I don't... I'm dealing I, with a lot. I'm sorry. I would be... Uh, I would probably get one star for how dirty my car is. I need to wash it so bad on the inside and on the outside. Just get that hose in there. Get that hose through that window and wash the inside. <sighs> I know. You, you got wash decor. It's just laziness is what it is. Also, I don't think I have a hose. Also, maybe hoses don't exist. There's probably a drought in California, and they had to take all the hoses for the all the very sad wildfires that exist in that state that have kept going, I think, for months. Thanks for bringing that up, friend. Yeah. I forgot. I was about to make a joke about water and drought, but then I realized your state is literally on fire like all of the time. Literally on fire. No, I'm fine. People keep on asking me, and I'm like, I'm... I'm in the southers. I'm in the southers part of Cali. Yeah, it's but wasn't ca- like a year ago there were like mudslides. But that was what? No, it, it, they, we we had fires. We had fires here. Yeah, like um, in L.A. Yeah, but that's last year. Oh, things changed. We had fires in L.A. Me and fires in L.A. <laughs> 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 Panic at the disco! Please don't sue us. For sounding exactly like your song. Uh, why didn't he call it Fires we in L.A.? Fires in L.A. Um, hey, I want to just sit down right now. I've been standing every time I record, and I I don't know why. My knees hurt so, so bad. They're the size of beach ball. Oh. Sorry, friend. <laughs> I could have kept talking and cut that out, but I think that sneeze is integral to... Oof. It's structurally sound for it's our podcast. structurally sound. Yeah, I tell you what. It was It was full? <laughs> it was full? It was full. You it was full of what? No, it was like you know how sometimes if something is full, it's no. like it's it's a. Uh, it wasn't like a partial sneeze. It wasn't like a non-committed sneeze. It was started in the belly and worked its way up through my nose crevices. You know what I mean? There was a journey. 
there was a journey and it released in a very satisfying way. I can't remember what podcast I heard this on, but they were talking about how sneezes work. Maybe it was Sawbones or like 99% Invisible, but they were talking about how sneezes work and it's an astounding how much work your brain has to do to make air come out of your nose holes. Like it does, it starts in your belly, like all the muscles in your core, they have to like contract and explode and, and then you have to have a boner. This sounds like Sawbones just because 99% Invisible would be like, okay, well... Okay, thank you. Your body's fine. But, but 99% but invisible would be like, but also, did you know that sneezes make up 80% of the buildings in New York? And you're like, sneezes what? make up 99% of what you do in your entire life. New York is held together by mucus, and I think that's very important for us all to acknowledge. Don't they talk about just things that are 99% of things? Like how our bodies are 99% <laughs> water? That's all they talk about exclusively on 99% Invisible. Roman Mars, that's all he's doing that whole time. He's like, I want to talk about the light spectrum and how you can never see, see anything <laughs> in it. The Matrix has to convert all of the 99% of the light spectrum for us. And that's what the Matrix does. Hi, I'm Roman Mars. I'm Roman Mars, and I am the one. <laughs> I am the one. Anyway, before Connor Sneeze made this show very, very good, I want to thank some people on Twitter that have been tweeting about us. Um, I especially Macintosh and Maud, who uh tweeted about us, and Augie Peterson, um, who is at Augie P Writes, and she tweeted about us and subscribed to the show. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And Nature versus Narcissism, which is a podcast that's at N versus N podcast. Um, they also tweeted about the show. And so thank you so much for doing that. And um, and speaking of Macintosh and Mod, they are a podcast. And they have a podcast called Macintosh and Mod Haven't Seen What? And they have an episode coming out on Monday that I talked about last week, but I didn't know when it comes out. But it comes out on Monday, August, calendar, August 27th. And so I'm on that, and we talk about The Damned United, which is a football movie. And it was very fun, and I enjoyed being on the show. You should go listen to all their episodes, and then especially listen to mine like four times. That's so nice. Yeah. Speaking of football, the season's coming up. But not football. Football. Right. It's the season is upon us, the season of love and the season of not love. We're talking about helmet ball. We're talking about helmet ball. We, in case you as, might, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, in case you might have missed our episode um, in June during the World Cup, we decided that because soccer is known as football throughout the entire world, we sh- that should be what football is. Also, it makes sense because you hit a ball with your foot. And Connor and I did rechristen Football America style, which is its official name. Nobody ever calls it that, but Football American style, um, as Helmet Ball. I think Connor came up with that, and it's beautiful, and everyone needs to start calling it Helmet Ball. So, for those of us who are uh, non-Helmet Ball fans, even in America, how do we sell this to other countries? How do we get... Germany on helmet balls helmet balls agenda right we yeah. gotta get these other countries addicted to that Sunday night helmet ball Monday night helmet ball Thursday night helmet ball Friday night lights now that's different 
but it's still helmet ball. It's still. <laughs> and then you got Saturday, which is college helmet ball. And then Sundays, <laughs> which is helmet ball Sundays. Right. There's only two days out of the week where we don't have helmet ball going on in America. And it, it does say something about us, how addicted we are to the good old, you know, helmet ball. When are they not playing helmet ball? Maybe it's we have to schedule so many games because the concussions made us forget about the last game we saw. I'll say you get you get concussions from watching helmet ball. See, that's the real sport. Whenever you you guys are like, oh, soccer, it's it's always going and it's forever changing. You are participating in helmet ball by going to watch helmet ball. Right. They sell the helmets and the concessions are like, you want. Do you want the strongest? Do you want your pillow size? Or do you want the the fun size, which is the old leather right. helmets that they used to wear? And, and then, then the ca- could, and then the yeah. cashier punches you in the head to demonstrate <laughs> the, the effectiveness of that shitty old leather helmet. I like that or that there's a hammer next to oh, God. the concession. And so you just press a button and it comes down uh carnival style on your brain oh okay good i was thinking like a literal claw hammer or something that no, people no, no. were hit, getting hit by and then on the bottom of the helmet on the bottom of the hammer is like a little bit of grass right and so it seems like that's the gra- that's the that's the field that's and we all wonder why are american football stadiums so big it's because of that it's because every 12 feet there's a giant carnival hammer and a guy selling helmets yeah I'm just saying there's a lot of room for opportunity. I don't know what people do at soccer games underneath the stands. We got to start, you know, with with a common denominator, right? We need to start with a, the same foundation. And the same thing that happens at American helmet ball games and, you know, international football games is everybody's drunk. So that's that's really where we lay the foundation is that everyone is drunk. Grandma's drunk. Dad's drunk child's drunk, you know, baby's drunk, everybody's drunk. And that's important, I think, to the sports going process, because how are you going to fight, you know, the opposing fan at the end of the match, unless you are drunk and can't feel any of the concussions happening to your body? Yeah, the real problem is that they're not feeling and sensing the pain that that they think they should be. So we need people, you get drunk. I lost my train of thought. Which honestly, that I think it's because you were researching so much into this topic. You, in fact, did receive multiple concussions, and so yeah, you got you, you're losing all your memories, Connor. There is a Canadian Football League, the CFL, and something bad has happened in the CFL because Corruption. the Russians too niceness, or they were in fact. Russian too much because that's a football that's a helmet ball play um it, you, that's that's for all those are real we a pun podcast is that what we've become because <laughs> if ev- so I want to stop every podcast is a pun podcast I think Did you say podcast podcast it's a podcast you know uh Can- Canadian football helmet ball league did change a bunch of stuff from the national helmet ball league and I think that's the biggest problem when you go play you know, football, soccer, football in Britain. It's like the same rules compared to, you know, what you're playing here. It's the same rules all over the world. But if you go to Canada and want to play helmet ball, guess what? They only have three downs. They don't have four downs. They only have three downs. The field is 10 yards longer 
And I think that's it. I think that's the, the only difference. But that's that's too different. So do you think they just get like tired? Well, they pass all the time because they only have three downs. And so I, I imagine everyone's tired because they're running up and down that field the whole time. Ugh. I know running the ball, running the ball, you're like, oh, okay, well, I just got to run to like right here. Right. Throwing, you're, th- you're running all the way to the end every single down. Right. They do put live mooses in the field to really inspire the running more to oh kind of God. get them down the field. But... That would be so good. Why aren't there more obstacles that aren't people on the football field? Why aren't there like moved trees that the defense can set up <laughs> at the beginning of each play? Just plant, start planting live trees in, in, in helmet ball fields Okay, they're America. called trees, but they're actually massive like pieces of iron. Oh God! And so you only have like ten seconds to move them around each each thing. So like you'll have like people mid play moving because they don't have they're not going to have ten seconds to move the iron piece from like here for all, from one end of the field all the way to the other. So instead, they they have to do it like they're like running and they toss it and then one of them is like all the way at the other end of the of the of the field picking up an iron deal. Very heavy stuff. You got to have two or three men doing it. I really like this image because you know how no now over the field they have those drone or those line cameras that kind of hover over the the play. What if they do play helmet ball in kind of a forested field? And as the play happens, you see the trees kind of sway as the players run through them. And you kind of get this horror movie-esque thing where you're like, what's going on down there? And then yes. you Ooh, can, can they finally have them go down. Be themed? The trees can be like themed. You know what I mean? Of each I, team. I am going to need an example immediately so, of, of a theme. Okay. Uh, let's take the Vikings, right? Okay. You cover the tree in horns and mustaches. Nice. That would be so spooks. And then that's why, that's why home field advantage is going to be a huge part of the psychology of playing helmet ball. Yes, the psychological factor needs to be more in play in these games. I, you know how also during like like breast cancer awareness month they like all wear pink and stuff like that. I <laughs> they can also like paint the trees pink and Ooh. also put like boobs on them. Because then that they're like, be oh, I don't want to touch that as cooties. Yeah, cause that's that's how that's how helmet ball players react to boobs. Is gross. Ooh. Oh yeah. Oh, or they mount the trees. Oh god. They they get too distracted. <laughs> they cover it in like fucking Victoria's Secret perfume or whatever the girl equivalent <laughs> of Axe body spray is. I was about to say, yeah, because, because helmet ball players are real horny for Victoria's Secret perfume all of the time. They're like, they're like trees with big butts. I don't know what football players like. <laughs> I mean, helmet ball. I mean, we would all appreciate if trees had bigger butts, I think. Every human would appreciate the tree if a tree had a bigger butt. I don't I don't think they would. I think that uh I think women would be upset. Like all these guys keep on going after these these fucking trees. You know what, Connor? You brought up a great point. The thing that we can do to make helmet ball better and make it more appealing to the rest of the world is Make it not sexist. We need to put women in these helmets. Yeah, but not on the field. That's scary. No, they need to be on the field. They need to be playing 
because women are just as strong as men, and it's not like this stupid-ass powder puff football where they literally put women in bikinis and helmets and they have them play football. We're not about that that sexist we're bullshit. We're not about that sexist bullshit. If we're going to start doing that, we need to start doing making guys do that. Exactly. Put guys in thongs and then in the helmets. And the gays are happy. Make everybody happy. Everybody's horny for something. And helmet ball, helmet ball needs to support everybody's fetish. We'll have a feet foot. Uh, well, that's just football, actually. No, fi- right. <laughs> 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 we'll have a we'll have a feet a feet ball today. <laughs> feet ball. It's where they play soccer, but without cleats. See, the thing is, ooh, can you imagine a bondage day? Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> so it's like when you sack the whenever you sack the quarterback, it's also like they get gagged and tied up a little bit. <laughs> I was thinking you literally put them in a sack in a bag, yeah, you could also in a latex that. bag, and then also everybody's feet are bound, and so they're hopping around. Oh my gosh! This game is so much better now already. Look at what we did. Can we complicate this game more? Please. We have women. We have bodacious trees. We have bikinis and thongs and bondage times. I think we did it. Well, okay, so now we've we've appealed to everybody in America now, I think, because I think there's only about 50 people that watch Helmet Ball around this country. So what? how can we make it now more appealing to Europe? We put... If you throw a stereotype in there, I'm going to bust a freaking ball. There's not like a standard European... Stere- oh, we put techno music. We make it all techno music. That's European. Exactly. Full gold. We get Daft Punk to just be on every game. They're already wearing helmets, so they can play every single game. That would actually, I would. That would be super exciting. Can they play to Daft Punk's Tron? You're, you're saying they- can can Daft Punk play to Daft Punk's Tron? No. I'm sure they know the song. So Daft Punk is playing their Tron soundtrack. Okay. Players have light-up suits on their helmets. They have light-up helmets. Yes, and also they've all taken a lot of molly. They And all no, all the audience members take a lot of molly. Ooh, okay. Because the players got us. They still got to play. But all the audience members, you get in your seat, and underneath is a little molly. You pop it. And you watch the lights fly. That explains the Molly explains why the ticket costs seventy dollars. The Molly explains why the tickets cost hundreds of dollars. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I went for a very cheap seat at seventy dollars. I don't. I don't. I, although you're asking the wrong two people, but I think that's a good <laughs> Connor, place to segue. Connor, let's play. Let's play a game real quick. How yeah. much do you think an L.A. Chargers ticket is? Well, obviously, it depends on the seat. No, just give me just give me a ballpark. Like, what do you think the cheapest ticket is? Do you Google it? No, I, well, I am because this is a game, and I want okay. you. to... I'm quizzing you. Um, a single game ticket. I bet you could get nosebleeds for like forty bucks. Well, holy shit! So whenever I pulled up the tickets, you know, whenever it's like, oh, you know, set your budget. What's the minimum price? The minimum price is one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Cheese and crackers. Yep. So that's just for you. Well, I'm not seeing helmet ball anytime soon. No, no. I've actually never been to an NFL game. Me either. This, and that's why, because there's not enough Molly in it. I think we just spoke 
volumes of our uh, of our our knowledge into this fucking game. <laughs> we did. So basically, Helmet Ball is now treasured around the world, and it's adopted and, and beloved by everybody. It's everybody's favorite sport. Nobody cares about the World Cup anymore. I'm kidding. Everybody still cares about the World Cup because the World Cup is great. Yeah. Hey, it's Kyle. I know what you're thinking. Is he jumping in in the middle of the podcast? Yeah, yeah, I am. This is future Kyle, or also also past Kyle, because future Kyle, in comparison to the voices already recorded, but past Kyle in the fact that everything you're listening to has already happened because it's been recorded and it's in your ear holes. Anyway, I wanted to come on here because this week we recorded a very fun episode with unabashedly obsessed James and Aaron. Connor and I both got to guest on their very, very fun podcast, and I'm so happy to tell you that we definitely broke their show. Because the premise of our episode was originally we were going to write a movie, and a bunch of people submitted a ton of really great titles that we just single-handedly turned every single one of them into a porno. So... If, if you want to listen to that and also listen to the very good goofs and gags and laughs of all four of us, you should go listen to Unabashedly Obsessed because it also is out right now. It's out now. It's like you could search for it right now and it would exist. It would it would be there. So go look up Unabashedly Obsessed. They're a great podcast. We had it so much fun. And now I'm going to throw it back to past Kyle and Connor. Connor is about to ask me if I want to read a question. I'm like telling you before it happens. Ooh, spooky. Happy Halloween. Except it's not Halloween. Kyle, do you want to read our question from our listener? I 100% do. We had somebody submit a problem to our submit form on our website, which is mwordpod.com slash submit. And this is what they said. So... I am a general rule follower, and the law is like the ultimate set of rules, because if you break them, then 31 states can murder you for it. But recently, I visited Colorado with some friends, and someone brought marijuana to the house party I was at. I initially wasn't going to have any, but I know that it's legal in Colorado, so I decided to try it, and I really liked it. Not like I think I want to smoke every day, but I don't like getting drunk, and it seems like smoking weed with friends could be a better replacement to having a ton of alcohol on a weekend. So here's my problem. I live in Texas. Me too. Where it is not legal. I have friends who smoke weed, but I never joined them because it was illegal. Should I throw caution to the pot-scented wind and become a criminal, or wait until it is inevitably legalized in, like, five years? This comes from your 420 Millennial, which by the name on our little... By the way, our submit form has a little place where you can put your name or, like, a nom de plume, which is French for not your name. And this person put this, and it's beautiful, and I want anybody else who submits something to do it like that, because that's beautiful. Just find your millennial brand. But to go back I'm, to the question, should you smoke weed? I'm really glad that this person felt like they could experiment, you know? They went yeah. somewhere, and they tried something new, but they don't, they're not, they're not lawbreakers. Connor, this reminds me a lot of you. As a matter of fact, I thought it might have been you. Because <laughs> really? you're a good you're a good law boy. No, I'm not. I'm not a good law boy. I'm a I'm a scared law boy. <laughs> That's true. I just I don't. <laughs> I really don't want to go to jail. I yeah. really don't want to be fined because I can't afford. Uh, I just can't afford it. Can't do it. So I 
I have I ran into a similar thing whenever I was out here in LA. I smoked once and because I was like, it's legal, I can do it. And I didn't like it. So props to me. So it didn't really matter. I was also not moving back to Texas. So I didn't it just didn't it just didn't matter. It didn't matter. Problem is though, here's the thing, and here here's what I was thinking about. You break how many laws all the time? You I I, I speed. I mean, right? I assume this person doesn't break a lot of laws because they say they don't like breaking the law. I know you don't like breaking the law, but you do it. You do it all the time. You don't, it's like small things that you don't think about. Well, but, sp- speeding doesn't really count because speeding isn't really like a law. It's like this, like, it's like a fine. You know, it's not like a criminal act. Well, right. It's a civil, it's a civil. It's a misdemeanor. Uh, I don't know what that means. It's not a misdemeanor. Well, there's it's, a difference between a criminal offense and a, and a civil defense. Uh, or uh, offense, but so yeah, that's why it's bad. That's why it's worse is because if you're smoking a joint in Texas, you're gonna go for a long time. However, I knew plenty of people in Texas that smoked regularly, right? And so if the, if it's a moral thing, then it's dude, bro, you're fine. You're fine. The law is changeable. The law is not this all powerful thing. That is the deterministic, like, you know what I'm saying? It's not the no, well, end all be all of back, morality. Go back real quick. Go back real, 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 yeah. real, real, real quick. And please tell me more about the word terministic. The law isn't. <laughs> so the law isn't a an end all be all mor- moral stick, a moral compass, if you will. I like stick. <laughs> a moral. It's a not moral, a moral stick. A moral pointer stick. You know, so if it's a morality thing, you're fine. Laws are clearly different in different states alone. So it's not like you're breaking some type of moral code unless your moral code is to follow the per- the Texas law or whatever. You're complicating it. I don't think it's a moral thing. I don't think it's a moral thing because if it's a moral thing, then they wouldn't have smoked in Colorado because it's technically still a federal crime. So it is still a crime even in places where it's legalized because it's a federal crime. So I don't think it's a moral thing. My guess is that they smoked a joint and they liked it. And that's a famous Katy Perry song. And I think that the problem is, is that they found a good replacement for alcohol because they apparently don't really like getting drunk. And I'm kind of in a similar boat where I don't mind getting drunk, but I have smoked weed. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. I have smoked weed and I've done it a few times. And I also quite enjoyed the high compared to just getting drunk because it was enjoyable and whenever I'm out with friends and whatnot. But there's not a place. You can't go to a bar. You can't go to a weed bar. Where are the weed bars? They're all in California because it's super legal over here. Exactly. So I honestly, you know what this person needs to do? They need to move. If that's if that's a problem, they just need to move. Problem is, I, I'm betting this guy's got roots, right? Families, children's. Children of children's, a wife, maybe, a husband, a father. Maybe. Well, maybe. I think I think the only roots that your 420 millennial cares about is the roots of that sweet Mary Jane. Right. Maybe, here's what I'm thinking. You get it in a tiny weed vape. A tiny weed vape. It's a, just a one hitter. So just one get the, hitter that, weed we, vape. that weed oil. And... You just puff it, puff it, pass it, 
And you here's here's another thought. Hang out with weed friends. Find some good, solid weed friends that'll back you up, that know the ins and outs, and they can save you. Right, because people don't go to jail for smoking weed. They go to jail for having weed. So just to have, you never be the person that has weed. I've never had to have weed, but if I was going to a party, then I knew who had weed at that party. So just don't be the person that has weed. Be the person that smokes other people's weed. And I'm sure pot smokers love that shit. Well, you got to wait until they are already high. There's a whole strategy. You wait until the pot smoker is already high, and then you say, hey, hey, bro, let me have some of that. And they go, yeah, get me some chips. I'm so good at weed. The other thing I think is interesting. Oh, fuck. I lost my train of thought. Well, let's let's smoke too much weed. Let's take it back. Oh, well, hold on. I want to talk about your vaping idea. Okay. Your vaping idea is very good, Connor, and we didn't appreciate it in the moment because vaping is legal and a, a police officer man, woman, cannot arrest you for vaping no matter what's in there. Is that, I don't know if that's true. That's the rule. That's the truth because there's okay. nothing, you can't vape, you know, you can't vape illegal things, but weed you can because it should be. Okay. What if instead you, you got into cahoots with the police? And you became their weed guy. Oh, that's right. very good, Connor. We take it back. You need to befriend a local cop. Make sure they look like they smoke weed. And then be like, I got your back. I'll make it on the cheap. Yeah. What do you want? How much do you want it? And then, unfortunately, you do have to suddenly become involved in, uh, you know, the cartels. <laughs> the M- MS-14. And they're, they're famous for bringing over weed. That's kind of their big drug that they import into the States is weed. Either that or you can just go to Colorado. Here's, I really hope this person lives in Austin because that's probably the only place where you can befriend a very cool weed cop. Because I don't think anywhere else in Texas, if they live out in, you know, bums fuck, you know, Texas, it's that, that sheriff is not going to be weed cool, you know? Right. If you're in a suburb... You're no, don't right, try. You can't do that. None of them are cool, right? So, pretty much move to Colorado or move to Austin. I feel like Austin's pretty safe. Just go to Austin. Austin's pretty great. I enjoyed Austin whenever I went. Yeah, so just go to Austin, and then that's where you can find a cool weed cop and never have your own weed, just smoke other people's weed because you don't, it doesn't sound like you want to do it all the time. You just want to do it at parties whenever you're out with friends. So, just do that. So, the all jokes aside, you're a rule follower, so you just said it. Follow the rules, keep your head low, and move when you can. <laughs> follow the rules, and then follow your heart, and then also the follow th- your stomach. That's the thing, is this person began with, so I'm a general rule follower, and then they list how they want to break this rule so hard. Right, because it's a stupid rule. Right. I I I do think that this person needs to just accept themselves for who they are, enjoy their life while they still got it and move to Austin. That's how it works. If you're in Texas, if you live in Texas, just move to Austin. Just do that. Houston's pretty cool sometimes, but only in some parts, but Austin's like pretty much cool all over. You got a couple of problems though. Uh Oh, one, 
What if this is a young boy or girl and they can't move? Two, what if they really like the spot that they're in and they're not about leaving? Maybe they want to change their community. And if that's the case, then you got to petition. You got to get up. You got to pound pound the pavement and talk to people, get in the communities. That seems like a lot of work. Well, I know, especially for a weed smoker like fucking 420 millennial. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think, Neo Connor, like you said, it's obviously giving them a lot of anxiety. Maybe they can't move. Maybe they really like where they're at. Listen, if if you're anxious about this decision because you don't think you have another option, I can tell you what can help with some of that anxiety, and that's smoking that good, good herb. So, to summarize, smoke a fat one, just and then you'll figure a fat it out. One. Just do that. That's so. Just do that. No matter the, the answer to this problem and all of our problems in the future is just smoke a fat one. Smoke a fat one. Thank you so much for listening to the M word. Please subscribe if you haven't already. What are you doing here? And leave us a rating on iTunes. It helps new people find us. Please do us a favor. And if you do listen, tell your friends. To all your friends about this podcast, because at this point, that is the best way that we are growing. So please, please do so. Also, follow us on Twitter at MWordPod, where we have a lot of good conversations. Yeah, and send us your problems. We want to hear your problems just like your 420 millennial. You can do that at MWordPod.com slash submit, or you can also email us at CK at MWordPod.com. We also want to thank Cindia Martinez for the cover art and Grant O'Brien for the intro and outro music. And also, if you don't support us on Patreon, then you are getting this for free. And that's cool. We're not trying to shame you for not paying for this very good thing that we give you every week. But if you can give us a dollar, just like others have done, then you can go to patreon.com slash mwordpod. Give us that dollar a month, and then you can hear exclusive audio just for you. Like this month, or this week, where we talked about what animal is the rudest. And that's very important to know. Thank you all so much for listening. And as we always say, just go smoke a big fat one. (laughs) That'll solve everything. I'm Connor. And I'm Kyle. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.